Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five best matches for Portal QBs. And Emery loves this Portal icon, this graphic he gets to use. So I think anytime I send him a portal one, and I'll mind you, there were a couple guys that jumped in that uh, happened, and it's gonna like it's gonna be hard to keep up with. Like I'm gonna try to do some portal stuff next week because it's really interesting, but it is starting to move so fast that yeah. if I leave anything out, or uh, Emery's gonna have to be ready because we might have to change something. Where I'll do one in the morning and send it to him so we can do the graphics, and then by the afternoon it's moot. <laughs> so uh, it's happened to us a couple times. I had one. Um, last year that like I was all excited for it. And then by the time I got to the show, I was like, well, that's over. Yeah, I mean, for all we know here in 15 minutes, like, name a guy could jump and, you know, fly into the portal and shake up the entire thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 a very minute-by-minute uh, almost or hour-by-hour hour kind of deal now at this stage. And it's only going to get crazier here in about three days. So, yeah. Yep. Number five, Tyler Van Dyke was at Miami Wake Forest. He knows the ACC. He's had success in the ACC. I think the slow mesh offense would help cut down on his turnovers, plus being so run heavy. Um, I hate, I would like, I, I, I don't like it when you have to like, like give up on guys or like it's just maybe not a fit there at Miami anymore or he's kind of been exposed in that offense and, and needs some new blood. I, I But I do think that of the guys who's in who've had some success, and Tyler, Tyler Van Dyke did two years ago at Miami, uh, I think Wake Forest is a good match for him because of the offense that Dave Clawson runs. And they are without a quarterback completely on that roster, so I uh, would not be surprised. I would have thought SMU for him because of Rhett Lashley, but Preston Stone is coming back next year, even though he's, he's been yeah. injured. So he's not going to go there and start, but he would go and start probably at Wake Forest. Uh, yeah, most likely, and you're right about Preston Stone. He's still got some eligibility uh, left to take care of. That was really unfortunate, though, man. That was that was yeah. a bummer that he got hurt. He was having a really terrific year uh, as a uh, semifinalist for the Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Award that we uh, put out there yesterday, and uh, very deserving of that. But, yeah, I didn't even put together Rhett Lashley and, and Van Dyke, but you're right. I mean, he's gone and, and grabbed a few other uh, Miami guys now at this point. So uh, that certainly is uh, possible, but you're you're uh, exactly right in that with Preston Stone. You, you don't need to look that route. But, yeah, uh, you're, you're right as far as the uh, ACC familiarity. Uh, I'll leave it to the experts as far as his fit and, you know, the offense and things like that. But there is a need and a want and on both sides here. So, yeah, wouldn't have to travel too far, per se, uh, from where he is. But 
pretty much anywhere not in the state of Florida is far away from Miami. But, yeah, uh, yeah that, that'd, be, that'd be an interesting fit. Look, there's places in the state of Florida that are far away. <laughs> I know, yeah. I was yeah. thinking about, like, Tallahassee to Miami. Tallahassee to Miami is yeah. a long way. Pensacola to Miami is a long right. way. Uh, you, and you really know that when you live there, and Miami tries to get you to pay for something there. Like, the, you know, they'll, like there'll be, like, a, a, a bond-type election where it's like, pay for this in Miami. Like, I'm never going to go to that. Yeah. It's eight hours from here. What are you talking about? I think us in this <laughs> part of the state, we think of, and I think people probably do this with Texas, like, Dallas and El Paso are close. It's like, no, nope. they're not. They're not anywhere close. It's like a day's drive to get to no. them. But I think of the East Coast, it's like, yeah, West Virginia's close to, you remember like when every yeah. team, oh, they're close to Connecticut and Cincinnati and so on and so forth. We have no idea what we're yeah, talking about with geography. No, but I mean, like, it's still like here, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's. He's on the Eastern Seaboard. Yeah. And he could stay on the Eastern Seaboard, so to speak. But, yeah. And, the, and, and in the ACC, and, and yeah, that would seem to work out well for both parties. But yeah, really disappointing year for him. Uh, given just kind of the expectation rolling in. I know Miami fans are convinced that it's going to be a big NIL party again this offseason, and that's all that they need, really. Uh, but certainly his, uh, his I guess, uh, showing was, was not what was expected heading into this yeah, uh, season. Absolutely. Number four, speaking of Miami, K.J. Jefferson at Miami. Garrett, I want your opinion on this one. Shannon Dawson's the offensive coordinator there, at least for now. Um, they... They were better on offense this year than they were a year ago. Quarterback is the position they have to lock down. K.J. Jefferson is super athletic and needs a new voice. I think Shannon Dawson, who was really successful at Houston, um, I guess with Derek King, he would have been there yeah. with him. Uh, and Derek King went to Miami. Uh, K.J. Jefferson and Derek King, similar skill sets, although uh, K.J. Jefferson's a lot bigger yes. uh, than Derek King is. But a mobile guy who can move around, I think that would be a shot in the arm for Miami's offense. And that he could be somebody who could bridge the gap until they get the guy in there who they can develop uh, because they haven't had that yet. And I know they started Emory Williams at the end of the year before he broke his arm in the FSU game. But I think K.J. Jefferson to Miami makes a lot of sense to me. No, I think it does, too. I mean, he would just definitely need some more playmakers to work with, especially after listening to Cole and talk about the what the, his array of receivers at uh, Arkansas that didn't do him much favors. No, I think it would be a good fit. Uh, let him cut loose, use his legs some. I think having played up against the SEC, going to the ACC and seeing those defenses, uh, he should navigate that as well. Uh, no, I think it would be a, definitely a good fit for him in South Beach. Yeah, yeah uh, they, they got some some targets out there. You got Restrepo is a, a lot of fun, and, yeah. and some other guys that uh, yeah he could definitely sling it around too. But uh, KJ Jefferson lost Kendall Bryles, and just kind of the wheels fell off right with uh without that mm-hmm. without that relationship being in place this year. And obviously Sam Pittman's on the hot seat, so I don't blame KJ Jefferson for deciding to to move with all the changes that are going on. But uh, certainly, I mean, like I said, Miami seems like they're going to be uh, big game hunting this offseason uh, in the portal, and he would certainly be a, a big target and at a big area of need. So, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, look, I wouldn't be surprised to see them get in the Will Howard game either. I, I, I think I anybody, really. Yeah, but, I yeah, I need like, to look further into, like, who fits. fits. Yeah. But, yeah, certainly there's multiple options out there for them. They're going to land somebody out of the portal pretty obviously, yeah. Yeah. Number three, Grayson. McCall Auburn um I think this is I, I think this was I know, maybe maybe the bridge was burned last year when he, he got back in the you know he went back to to coastal after all this I'm not sure but uh I just think that 
you've got a guy who's won a lot. Um, he's probably a guy who can play well in the SEC, especially with some of the playmakers I think Auburn's going to bring in. You heard Cole Kubelik in the last segment talk about, you know, where Auburn, like they're about where they should be under Hugh Freeze year one. Hugh Freeze needs his quarterback. He clearly doesn't have it right now. Uh, Grace McCall's won a lot. Obviously, that was under Jamie Chadwell. Jamie Chadwell's at Liberty. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I just think this makes too much sense not to happen. But Auburn might be in it for another quarterback, and there might be 100 other guys in the portal that are better than Grayson McCall come Monday. We we don't know. But I do think this is a fit, especially if you get a veteran in there that can that can run things and run that offense at Hugh Freed's uh, pretty well. I think Grayson McCall uh, and Auburn are a nice fit. So you just giving up on Peyton Thorne just like that? No, I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah, I totally am. Yeah, no, I mean that's understandable. Yeah, I mean they could definitely stand to improve there. I've mean, seen a lot of smoke about Philip Montgomery, um, but nothing like official. But there's you know rumors flying around about him possibly being out. But I haven't seen I, anything official I, on that. I'm not. I'm not surprised because there's no way that he called the plays, and because that's Hugh Freeze's deal. Yeah, and so that was probably a good. I, I always thought that was going to be a one-year hitch for him right. at, at Auburn um, because he, I mean, he's just out at Tulsa just a year ago. So I always yeah. thought it was going to be a one-year deal. And there are places um, that run the, you know, that offense that will hire Phil Montgomery in a heartbeat. So all over the SEC right now, yeah. at so, Tennessee, yeah. at Mississippi State, about to be at Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see what kind of changes they make with Latrell there. Um, but compared to Levy's, you know, background, but but yeah, I mean, it's Oliver. He he's he's one of the originals, I guess, of that. Well, and style look, of it offense. wouldn't surprise me to see him go work with Levy. You yeah. know, like that. You yeah, know, like yeah. That. I mean, there's there's rumors about him, rumors about Bryles or Kendall Bryles. Mm-hmm. That that part will be interesting. Like, does he have more leeway in that regard to yeah. hire familiar faces, even though they're from that? that time or is that like completely off limits of like you can't hire your brother-in-law well, i i wonder if they'll just let him uh, acknowledge that his father-in-law is alive right i is mean he like be able to wear auburn <laughs> gear and be on yeah i don't know yeah, i don't know about all yeah, of you know, yeah i don't know so we'll see but, but grayson mccall would make a lot of sense yeah. for them and uh and would be a great pickup uh for sure and yeah i'm very curious to see what all uh he gets as far as suitors i've seen what was it i saw yesterday um like Florida State speculation in regards to him and, and a couple of other guys since uh, you figured Jordan Travis will be leaving. Um, but certainly uh, Auburn would, would fit the bill. Yeah. Number two, Will Howard at Nebraska. Uh, if Riley well, – well, we'll get to the first one in a second. But let's just say Riley Leonard is off the board for Nebraska, which I think he's a great fit there, but I think he's probably going elsewhere, and you'll see that in a second. Um, but – I think Will Howard in Nebraska is a great fit. I think that that with the the toughness the that Nebraska will play with, the style of offense they run and want run, want to run, his skill set um, that will work out well. They need to get more skilled players, not just him, but I think that we may not even know how good their wide receivers and running backs are because the quarterbacks were just so bad this Dude, year. Harburg led them in rushing. Yeah. It's not like he started every game all year long either. I yeah. mean, that's how, like, woeful they were on the, you know, as far as, like, a standout stud type of a of a running back. So, yeah, yeah. they could stand to, to grab some weapons and surround Will Howard or whoever else with some 
some fun toys. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think, I think it's a great fit. And, you know, look, if they're going to go spend that million dollars, I think that's, that's a good million they could spend. Now, again, we don't know. I could change this list again on Monday when, when the list changes. Yeah, you know, for sure. I, I don't think – I think, DJ, you would be a good fit there as well um, in the kind of offense that they run. Yeah, just knowing kind of Matt Rule's style. I mean, somebody who's got the ability to, to make plays with their feet. But, uh, yeah, Will Howard kind of checks the boxes of uh, just a solid, proven, veteran, big game playing, you know – just good quarterback. I mean, he's not the best quarterback in this class, but he is, I think, one of the better ones. And, again, it'll kind of just depend on who all continues to join this thing. But, I mean, he's he's a Big 12 champion. He won mm. the, the title a year ago. And, you know, he's got a phenom behind him, potentially. Um, and it was a very up-and-down year at Kansas State. But I think a change in scenery could do him good. And he's, he's very solid. So, yeah, I think he'd definitely be a, an upgrade for Nebraska and a lot of other programs, for that matter. Kyle Visser said Dante Moore to Michigan. I mean, it might be Michigan State. Who knows? Dante Could Moore. Be Oregon. Dante, yeah, I mean, Dante Moore is going to be able to just sit sit around and, and let the phone ring. For yeah, I mean, it's there's just so many dadgum guys to sort through here, yeah. and he's they're not all on like, this list because he just like it, it happened after. Yeah, and we we still with him, unlike a Will Howard, like we've seen so little in comparison to a lot of the other veteran quarterbacks as well. But no, you're right. Uh, you say Chris said yeah. that Chris. Yeah, so you're right, Chris, that uh, that could very well be possible. I mean, he'll certainly be sought after. And, yeah, just line everybody up, man. It's going to be a wild ride seeing where all of these guys land and all the other ones that we don't even know about yet. Yeah. Number one, Riley Leonard at Notre Dame. Notre Dame is probably just going to keep doing this for a little while. If it works. I mean, you know, yeah. if it works. And, then like, that allows them to maybe finally find their quarterback that they can sit for a year and then be the guy for a, a, a while. They have – um they have a nice enhanced NIL package in Notre Dame. It's only going to keep getting bigger. Um, look, they, um, I have, I'll tell you this. In my life as a Catholic, the only time a church ever closes is that they want to move the building. Like, so yeah. Notre Dame's all part of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's not, like, I know there's, like, somebody can probably tell me a story of, like, oh, that's really tragic and sad. But for the most part, like, the church closes because, like, yeah. Well, this neighborhood's kind of changed. There's not anybody here anymore. We're going to move this church over to here, and that's where it's going to be because we're going to build a new building. Unless you're Joel Osteen. What? Unless you're Joel Osteen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Closed, baby. Hurricane's coming. Closed. (laughs) But but Notre Dame, uh, they're going to have they're going to have as much, um, you know. As they want, they now it's Notre Dame. They've cleared out their wide receiver room is going to be essentially empty. Like they keep losing guys in that, so they've got to do something about that. Uh, but Riley Leonard plus some playmakers at wide receiver, I, I think you'll see Notre Dame probably step up uh, even more. I think as much as you know, I like Sam Hartman. Um, they didn't give him the playmakers. Riley Leonard, um, it, to me, is the same or maybe even a little bit better than than Sam Hartman uh, as far as his overall skill set goes. And so uh, if he winds up in Notre Dame, which is the rumor that they, they think is going to happen, then, um, you know, the Irish are going to be well set up next year. Yeah, I mean, Sam Hartman still had a fine year. I mean, it just yeah. wasn't like he was in the Heisman race or anything like mm-hmm. that. And, um, you know, I think if it's a situation where doing the whole transfer portal quarterback thing works for you and your desired destination like Notre Dame is, uh, then, yeah, why not uh, go to that well again? Uh, as opposed to the struggles you had in just trying to maintain it in-house, right? I mean, it seems like you took a step forward by by using the portal. So, I mean, it's a rumor, but it's also what basically every national reporter attached to this story had out there almost immediately was, look for Notre Dame here. 
watch out for Notre Dame. That was like included in every mention of this. So that that was a, a big flashing sign of what's likely to happen. And if you know the Irish get him, then that would be a, a really good pickup. And I just hated that he got hurt when when he did. That's you know that was such a fun story there with Duke. And I don't know how many Duke football fans there are, but what a double whammy of a situation. Yeah. Only what probably Oregon State worse yeah. off maybe than you as far as in your sure. feelings right now. I'm sure there's others that are contenders for that too. But yeah, uh, yeah Riley Leonard to Notre Dame just seems like it's a it's a given at this point, but, and that'd be one domino that falls. But a lot of other opportunities yeah. open. You're talking about a gamer here. If you watch the FSU game where he got hurt and that was pretty much kind of it for Riley Leonard, he was trying to get back in the game. And they showed him on the sideline, like, trying to run through this ankle sprain. And then the trainer, like, I could read his lips. He's like, no, I'm running as fast as you. Like, mm-hmm. I, like you can't go in if I'm doing this the same speed. Then, like, that's basically like, no, like, you're not going as fast as you think you are. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, I think they were trying to convey to him, like, I know that you think you can do this, but this is not necessarily just about you not hurting anymore. It's about the guys over there that did this to you. Uh aren't hurt and you are and we don't want it to be worse but he is an absolute gamer i have nothing but respect for riley leonard the way he plays the game uh and he will he will improve your locker room even if it's already good like he's that kind of guy to bring in this has been a rogue media network 